Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we continue learning Pirkei Avot, Ethics of the Fathers, with Chapter 5, Mishnah 8, in which it says ten things were created on Shabbat Eve, at twilight. They are the mouth of the earth, the mouth of the well, the mouth of Balaam's donkey, the rainbow, the manna, the staff, the shamir worm, the script, the inscription, and the tablets. Some also say the destructive spirits, Moses' grave, and the ram of our forefather Abraham, and some say also tongues which are made out of tongues. Um, it's, it's, uh, we have to understand what's twilight zone, that there's a twilight zone between the day and Shabbat. There's a time frame in which it's like a, it's, a, it's a moment in time where you're not here and you're not there, like Shabbat still hasn't arrived, but you're already into Shabbat. And so this is the moment in which these things were created. And we have noted that in contrast to the other chapters of Ethics of the Fathers that we have been learning, uh, which they really are straightforward in, the, in, in how to be an ethical person, a moral person, this chapter lists things of historical value. It, it lists uh, 10 generations, 10 trials, 10 miracles, 10 tests, and now 10 things that were created at the moment uh, before the onset of Shabbat. So we see that these, um, these Mishnas really have no exception to the rest of the book of Ethics of the Fathers. It, they are also in a way teaching us what's important, how we have to behave, uh, how our character traits have to be refined. And there's many explanations given to, to this moment of the sixth day of creation, of what happened there. And um, the Hasidic works state that had Adam not sinned, these, um, these ten things would have never been needed to be created. Hashem didn't have to create them if it wasn't because Adam sinned. So, so there would not have been a Yetzer Hara, people would not have an evil inclination, therefore we would have never needed a rainbow because there would have never been a Mabul, a flood, we would have never needed uh, the mouth of the earth that was what swallowed Korah and all his uh, rebellion uh, when they went against Moshe and Aaron because these things would have never happened. So Hashem wouldn't have had to create these things. So the majority of the 10 things listed in this Mishnah really would not be necessary if people never sinned. And since Adam sinned, then he opened the gates to sin for the rest of humanity. If he wouldn't have sinned, we would not be here. Uh, Mashiach would have arrived already. We would all be living in Eden, not even the Gan Eden, the Garden of Eden, which was a garden. We would have entered Eden. So all humans after him were vulnerable to sin and it was therefore necessary that the earth opened to swallow Korah uh, when he rebelled. It was necessary that the manna and the water would, uh, would be in the desert for the Israelites. For 40 years they wandered, they would have needed, if not they wouldn't have needed it because they would have been in, in, in the land of Israel instantaneously. So, so we see here uh, we want to understand why Hashem created this right before Shabbat. And this was because Adam was given the Behira, he was given free will to sin or not to sin. When Hashem created him and he put him in the, in the Garden of Eden with Hava, 
Shabbat had not started yet. They were three hours away from Shabbat. And Hashem said to him, you can eat any, any from any tree in this garden. You can have anything you want. But that tree in the middle, that one exactly, that one over there, that one don't touch. You can eat from it after Shabbat begins, but not before. And how is human nature? Obviously, we want exactly what we cannot have, right? Like you can have everything else, but no, the one that you cannot have, that's the one you want. So that was the problem with the sin of Adam, that he did something that went against Hashem. And when we do things that are, go against the will of God, that's what it is. We're, we're doing Averas, we're going against him, we're, going, uh, we're separating ourselves from God. So, but then they could have been created immediately after Adam's sins, that they could have been created after he sinned, not before he sinned. So why did God wait until the very last moment of creation? Because there was still a possibility for the Olam Hatikun to come into being had Adam, Adam done Teshuvah. So if Adam would have eaten from the, guard, from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and at that moment that Hashem asked him, Ayeka, what did you do? Where are you? And he, what did he say? It was the woman you gave me, it was her fault. So what was the problem there? This man did not take responsibility for his actions. He was pointing fingers at someone else. And he didn't do teshuvah, he didn't repent. He didn't say, I did something wrong. I have to, sorry Hashem, I'm so sorry I did this. He never said that. So the Midrash states, however, that Adam did not do teshuvah. And in fact, when God reprimanded him for eating from the tree of knowledge, Adam said, I ate from it all, it, and I will continue to eat from it. And, and was defiant towards God. So, but even then, there was still the possibility that Adam would do Teshuvah. Hashem had the, 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 the desire and, and he wanted to wait to see if he would repent. So before the six days of creation came to a close, the Midrash states, however, that Adam was unaware of Teshuvah until much later when he met his son Cain and asked him what was the result of your judgment when he killed his brother Abel. He was remorseful. He, wa he did Teshuvah. And so Cain answered, I did Teshuvah and I reached an accommodation with God. Adam then said, Woe is me! I did not know that Teshuvah is so powerful that it can remove sin. So it was not until after the six days of creation that Adam did Teshuvah. So all these things that Hashem created at that twilight moment had already been created before he did Teshuvah. So, so because he waited for him before Shabbat started to, do, to see if he would do Teshuvah, and he didn't until he met his, his son Cain. So, so we see here... That it, was too, that, that it was too late, the period of creation had been completed and the opportunity to bring about the Olam Hatikun was lost. It was then that God provided for those things that would be consequences of man's sin. So what is the teaching of, of this Mishnah? What is it telling us? What is it trying to convey? Is that God waited until the last minute to see if Adam would do Teshuvah. Hashem is always waiting for us. He is the most patient being in the world. He's always waiting for us to do Teshuvah. And, if a per and, and it says that all it would take for Teshuvah was really one moment. That's all he had to do. Say, I'm sorry Hashem, I won't do it again. That's it. That's it. 
and all, all the rest of the world would have been a very different world. So as the Talmud says in Kiddushin, if a person marries a woman with the understanding and condition that he is a total sadic, then the marriage must be considered binding even if he, if he were known to be a complete rasha, a sinful person of the worst kind. Why is this? Why would a woman marry a man if he tells her he's a tzaddik, but in reality he's not? And, and the marriage would be binding if everybody knows that this guy is a rasha. So the because of the possibility that for a moment he thought of teshuvah. He thought of teshuvah. Think of it. Here is a person who regularly violates Shabbat, eats non-kosher food, eh, does it, eats on Yom Kippur. Eh, if he had sincere thoughts of Teshuvah, he would be considered a complete Sadiq. So to be a complete Sadiq is only to even think that I want to do Teshuvah. Just the will to change, the will to repent, the will to return to your essence already renders you a tzaddik. So similarly, all that was needed for Adam to bring about the Olam Hatikun was just a moment of Teshuvah. We would have a complete different story. So since this is a matter of Behira, of free will, which God had left to man, God waited patiently for this moment of Teshuvah to occur. It was only when, when the night was about to fall and the period of creation was coming to an end, and seeing that Adam had not done Teshuvah, that Hashem eh, created the, the, the things that were necessary because of, of sin. So the Talmud in Avodat Sarah tells the story of Elazar ben Doradia, a profligate person who was immersed in the courses of sins. He was like an apostate. He went, he, he, he went off the derech. He went away from Torah. He was a very learned person. He was very knowledgeable. He was an erudite of Torah. But nevertheless, he went the other way. And uh, we know his story, that at the end of his life, in, in one instant, he repented. And, and it says that he went into fetal position, and he repented, and his soul left his body, and he went directly to Gan Eden. So we cannot be sinning in life and saying, okay, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to repent. No, that doesn't work that way. It, it has to be honest. It has to be true. Hashem knows you more than anyone. So it, this is how it is. So the message really of this Mishnah it is thus very clear that man always has the capacity to do Teshuvah. We always have the capacity. Hashem is always waiting for us. He's always sending us the opportunity to do it. And a single moment of sincere Teshuvah, of really sincerely wanting to remove from your sins and connect to your essence, it will bring the, the redemption of that person. And God is infinitely patient. So in, we have to know that the, the, the door is op always open. It's, it never closes. It's always open. Even if you're 101 years and you can't even talk anymore, you can always be forgiven. So I wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.